Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Shridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine our knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on the broad changes brought in by the OSHW code with respect to contract labor while discussing the comparative elements of the CLRA Act. Contract labor new dynamics under the new labor code in the recent past the engagement of contract labor has witnessed a spike across various sectors both in the manufacturing as well as service sectors presently the framework of the contract labor is regulated by contract labor regulation and abolition act 1970 or the clra act this may continue for one more year as implementation of the new labor codes may get delayed due to the massive second wave of covid-19 across the country clra act will be subsumed within the code of occupational safety health and working conditions 2020 or the oshw code which will come into force from the date to be notified by the central government draft rules of oshw code are meanwhile available in the public domain This article discusses the broad changes brought in by the OSHW code with respect to the contract labor. Firstly, coming to the major changes in the OSHW code. From the perspective of applicability, CLRA Act applies to establishment which employs or employed 20 or more workmen as contract labor on any day of the preceding 12 months. This is from section 1 subsection 4 subsection A of CLRA Act. Contractors who employ or employed 20 or more workmen on any day of the preceding 12 months this is from section 1 subsection 4 subsection B of the CLRA Act. The OSHW code has increased the threshold applicability from 20 to 50 workers. A question which arises is whether it can be contended that CLRA act as well as OSHW code neither use the word or nor and between the two clauses and therefore the conditions should be treated as an independent of each other in order to determine the applicability of the contract labor provisions however it appears that both the conditions are mutually exclusive and lay down independent criterion for applicability of CLRA act on the principal employer ambit of contract labor the oshw code has widened the ambit of contract labor the definition has now included the following interstate migrant workers the standing committee on labor in its fourth report presented in lok sabha on february 11 2020 mentions that the intention to include the interstate migrant workers is to provide all the benefits as available with contract labor workers employed in a supervisory capacity earning not more than INR 18000 under CLRA act workers employed in a supervisory capacity earning not more than INR 500 per month are treated as a worker under OSHW code workers employed in a supervisory capacity earning more than INR 500 per month 
and up to INR 18,000 per month will be treated as a worker. The definition of a contract labor specifically excludes any person who is regularly employed by the contractor for any activity of his establishment and his employment is governed by mutually accepted standards of the conditions of employment, including engagement on permanent basis and gets periodical increment in the pay, social security coverage and other welfare benefits in accordance with the law for the time being in force in such employment. The definition of a contractor under OSHW code includes a person who supplies manpower as a mere human resource. Same is absent under the CLRA Act. Registration by principal employer Under OSHW code, every principal employer is liable to obtain registration if 10 or more workers are employed. The OSHW code has done away with the requirement of separate registration by the principal employer with respect to the contract labour. Registration by contractor Under OSHW code, the contractor shall electronically apply in Form 13 to obtain licence in Form 14 from the authority. The license will be valid for five years and specify the number of contract labor who can be supplied by the contractor along with security deposit. The concept of single license has also been introduced under OSHW code unlike CLRA Act. Accordingly, a contractor may obtain a single license for more than one state or for whole of India. For the particular work order, the authority can issue work-specific license to the contractor to supply the contract labor. Core Activity Under CLRA Act, the employment of contract labour in an establishment is prohibited by the appropriate government by way of notification, while OSHW Code, like the present Andhra Pradesh and Telangana specific CLRA provisions, has prohibited the employment of contract labour in core activities of any establishment. The core activity of an establishment is defined as an activity for which the establishment is set up and includes any activity which is essential or necessary to such activity. The Standing Committee report recommended a clear-cut differentiation between the core and non-core activities in which contract labours can be engaged, and this has been done by Andhra Pradesh as well. The OSHW code sets out activities which are non-core activities and where contract labour can be deployed unless an establishment has been set up for such specific activities. The non-core activities include sanitation, watch and ward services, courier services, housekeeping and laundry, transport services, etc. Further, OSHW has carved out the exceptions where contract labour in core activities can be employed. Such exceptions cover activities which do not require full-time workers or sudden increase of volume of work in the core activity, which needs to be completed within the specified time or where normal functioning is such that the activity is ordinarily done through contractor. To ensure compliance, the need of the R is to identify the core activities of the establishment as defined under the OSHW code, as only then the benefit of exceptions can be explored to deploy contract labour for core activities. OSH will allow the aggrieved party to make an application before the Government of India for determining the core activity in the event of any issue.
Duties of Principal Employer Under CLRA Act, provision of welfare facilities such as cleanliness, first aid box, canteen, etc. is the responsibility of the contractor. While under OSHW Code, the responsibility has been shifted to the principal employer, accordingly, the principal employer will be required to make necessary arrangements for fulfilling its responsibility. Duties of Contractor Payment of Wages Under the OSHW Code, like CLRA Act, the contractor is responsible for payment of wages to the contract labor. In the event of failure of payment of wages by the contractor, the principal employer is liable to make payment of wages to the contract labor. Further, OSHW Code additionally provides that the authority can recover the wages from the amount deposited by the contractor as a security deposit at the time of obtaining the license. Experience Certificate Under the OSHW Code, the contractor is liable to provide on-demand a certificate of experience in the prescribed format, which is Form 15, to the contract labor. Intimation of Work Order Under the OSHW Code, the contractor will be required to intimate the authority about the work order received from the principal employer. In the event of failure, the license of the contractor can be suspended. On a concluding note, we would like to highlight that the principal employer is liable to provide proper welfare facilities, health, safety and working conditions to the contract labour. Appropriate safeguards should be taken by the principal employer to ensure payment of wages on time by the contractors. Further, the principal employer may be required to revisit their compliance requirements so as to effectively meet the obligations under the OSHW Code including no deployment of contract labour in core activities of an establishment. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You could write to us at podcast at lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which is being linked in the episode description below to keep abreast of relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.